First Chronicles chapter 28, verse 20. The ESV, ESV translation of God's word says this. And then David said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. Today's word and prayer focus is the word courage. And of course, I'm your host, pastor, teacher, Taryn Gaddis, and welcome to Learn to Pray. Madeline England is said to have said, we have to be braver than we think we are because God constantly calls us to do more than we are. Billy Graham says courage is contagious. When a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. Victor Hugo says, have, have courage for the great sorrows of life and patience for the small ones. And when you have finished your daily task, go, go to sleep in peace. God is awake. Maya Angelou says courage is the most important of all virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. An unknown Arthur says when God's warriors go down on their knees, the battle is not over. It's just begun. Courage speaks of conviction. A conviction that would overcome an obstacle, however dangerous or threatening it might be. A courageous person says yes when the average person says you must be crazy. Caleb and Joshua said yes, but the ten spies says no. The Israelites faithlessly followed the ten. And there is, ladies and gentlemen, a risk in courage that does not necessarily exist in perseverance or patience. I believe that we have not learned how to take risks for God. Jonathan took a risk and turned the tide of the campaign against the enemy in 1 Samuel chapter 14. Esther took a risk and said, if I perish, let me perish and delivered the Jews from genocide. Daniel and the three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took a risk and Jesus came in person to deliver. Our God is able to deliver us, but if not, Pontius Pilate didn't want to risk his reputation. Neither did Peter and not any of the other disciples. Courage rises not out of one's ability to cope with a fearful situation, but out of God. One more time. Courage rises not out of one's ability to cope with a fearful situation, but out of God. We are continuously reminded by scripture not to be afraid because God is present with us. 
He is Emmanuel, God with us. The psalmist often leads us to a fear not prayer. The Psalms are the Bible's great soul book meant to train us to respond to all difficult feelings and life situations through emotionally honest, genuine, and authentic prayer. We are to trust the Lord. The psalmist says in Psalm 46, God is a very present help in a time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. The beloved disciple John summarized the Bible's promise to fear not. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 11 and 18, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Another example is Psalm 56. David has been seized by the enemy and he starts to become afraid, but instead he set his vision on his Lord and Savior in his midst. He praises God and his, and his word to him was fear not. He puts his trust in the Lord and says, When I am afraid, I will trust in you, in God whom, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? The courageous Daniel, three friends rested upon the omnipotence of God. Faith and fear are two sides of the same coin. Faith says God is willing and able. Fear says he's not. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were willing to entrust their destiny in to the mighty hands of God. Don't you hear him saying, be it known unto you, King, that no matter what it is that you do, our God is able. It has been said that fear of God destroys all other fears. The one who fears God needs fear needs to fear everything else. On the other hand, the one who fears God needs not fear anything else. The threat of being thrown into a lion's den did not keep Daniel from praying to his God. Satan, is, Satan in some way and in the same way would keep you and I from disobedience by persuading us to consider the grave consequences of our action. Satan wants to put fear in us. God does not ask us to determine the outcome of our actions but only to do what we're told. The consequences are God's concerned. All God has told us to do is have courage and stand strong. David learned courage at an early age. When Saul balked at, at allowing him to fight Goliath, David argued that 
when his sheep were under attack from a lion and a bear, he attacked and killed them. That's courage. He not only defended the sheep, but he was willing to defend the name of their God. It was that confidence in the Lord, his deliverer, that urged him and give, gave him the courage to fight against or go up against Goliath. Caleb and Joshua were the only spies willing to challenge the giants in the land of Canaan. The other 10 shrank back in fear and the entire nation spent 40 years in the wilderness because they could not find courage to believe in God. Peter was bold on the outside, but he was melting under quite pressure on the inside when the servant girl called him out. Self-confidence, ladies and gentlemen, is not enough to overcome fear. Our confidence must be in God. At this point, when, when, when Peter is under fire by the servant girl, Peter was not strong enough. Pilate had gone down in history as a morally weak individual without enough courage to buck the crowd and free the Son of Man. Pilate feared crowds and he feared the consequences of doing what he knew was right. Fear attacks all of us at one point or another. A man who, had, who was a paralytic once said, Face fears head on, and you will see the end of fear. Courage is not recklessness, or is courage foolishness. Courage is a respond to the faithfulness of God. I want to say it one more time. Courage is not recklessness. Courage is not foolishness. Courage is responding to the faithfulness of God. The more you respond to God's faithfulness by defy, de defying fear, even when you must stand alone, witness for Christ, resist sin, and face great odds, the stronger you will be against the next temptation. David didn't need to know Goliath's strength. Saul and the others, they uh, soldiers were afraid of what, what, what Goliath was, how tall he was, what the equipment that he had, and what kind of warrior he was. But David didn't need to know any of that. He didn't have to understand the Goliath's strength because he already knew God's strength. We put our full trust in God. He shows up. And he, whenever he shows up, he shows out in all of his glory. God is sovereign meaning that he's in control. He is so much in control that a little pebble takes out a giant. If we allow God to work in our lives, to lead us, to give us courage, like David, we will see mountains moved. I want you to hear these words that David is sharing with his son Solomon one more time. He says, Solomon, son, I don't know what you're going to come up against. 
when you take the throne. I don't know how, what's going to happen to the kingdom, but I want you to be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of the Lord is finished. And I want to say to you, as God's messenger, be strong, be courageous, and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed for the Lord God, even my God, he's with you. And he will not leave you, nor will he forsake you. Find the courage that you need in him. What fear is trying to take hold of you right now? What threat or trouble or trial are you facing? As David told his son, don't be afraid. And I want you to carry this with you today. Watch and pray with David. And simply say, when I am afraid of, no matter what you're faced with today, tomorrow, this week, next month, or the rest of the year, put it in that blank, when I'm afraid of, I will trust in you, O Lord. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, today I thank, I give thanks to you. I give my life to you again. Father, take control and guide me along the way. I come to you in, in my time of need and you've been there. Please, Lord, bless me with the courage that I need to continue. As difficult as life may be at times, I know that these hardships are only temporary. I, that I need not only remain, I, I just need only to remain strong. And with you as my greatest source of strength, I know that I can push through and persevere. With your grace giving me the courage, I pray that I could come out of this trial and the trials of this life stronger than ever. Lord, I lift up every worry to you. And I ask, Father, that you give me strength and courage to face my fears and to stand up on your word. That the grass withers and the flower fades, but your word stands forever. Dear Father, strengthen me by your real presence in my life. Help me to be strong and courageous 
to do the work for which you have called me to. And not to be afraid or discouraged, for you are faithful and willing and will not fail and will not forsake. And all your promises are true. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.